Hey everyone, welcome to Signals from the Frontline, your every Wednesday live cast brought to you by Frontline Gaming. We are your host, Tech Priest Dickie in the house and kicker myself, the chief of Serial and Sigilite of the Frontline Gaming Company Network. Uh, awesome group of people. I don't know what you, I, I can't do this. Normally Seth does this. Seth, unfortunately, is not here this week. He's out gallivanting uh, and having fun and looking at polar bears or something. He's, he's somewhere up north. I think he's in Alaska hanging out. But we do have Tech Priest Dickie here to back me up and make sure I stay on track. Where is my lovely Tech Priest? Is he here? Oh, oh hello. Oh. <laughs> Hello, you. Tech Freeze Diggy is apparently in world uh, eater format today. Yeah. Um, are are, are you a fan? That you couldn't hear in the background, of course, as well. So. I could not hear your chainsaw. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. If you are listening to our podcast, you should be watching our podcast. We are a live show every Wednesday night at 9 p.m. You get to see all these cool video elements to our show, especially tonight where we've collected photos from around the country for all the weird and wonderful and amazing things that happen at these large events. Yeah. So. Let's start it off real fast. What have you been up to, Tech Priest? Oh, man. I've been up to so much. I've been up to so much, actually. You've been up to so much. Yeah, so much. I've been collecting pictures from Seth on his trip. (laughs) Oh, my. Look at this. (laughs) Okay, so like like we said, guys, if you're listening, you should be watching our podcast. And hey, everyone in chat, thank you so much. Tech Priest Dickie is going to try to help, uh, you know, do all the digital, you know, asset stuff and push buttons and read the chat because I'm uh, illiterate. I can't read. (laughs) read your chat notes i'm sorry guys it's it's not you know so, but uh yeah if you're guys hi everyone in chat thank you yeah good to see you guys good to see you that is a beautiful photo of nature thank you seth where yeah. is seth do we want to say where he's at yeah we i don't, I don't think anyone's gonna track him down here? no okay <laughs> he's in alaska i believe he's, in, he's alaska. in alaska yeah he is he is going to hang out with grizzly bears and go on vacation he should be back next week luckily hopefully if a grizzly bear doesn't get him um but uh yeah he, he's out there do, do we have a hobby progress photo from south or is it just nature no, stuff this he week? has done obviously zero hobby progress you mean you he's mean he's in traveling. alaska and he's not he didn't bring his miniatures with him to paint like where's this dedication i'm we're, very disappointed we're gonna have to ask those. him next week if he brings uh, yeah. anything fresh <laughs> what have you been up to tech priest ooh, i mean you've ooh. been busy yeah we got something chat yeah. all right shoot boom that's my hobby progress it, they're boom. world oh. eaters obviously Whoa. oh yeah. wow of course dude did are those recently painted or is that like something from your collection that you've had for a while it's yeah, been a couple weeks i've been dallying on them uh no i uh i this honestly this new uh, white dwarf <laughs> Thing yeah, it's got me like so stoked to. Okay, to wait, wait, wait. You, I mean, I just to give people a background here. Are yeah. you more of a competitive player? Do you do like thematic fluffy armies? Let's 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 deep dive into tech priest Dickie that's a, and what's what, a tough what, question. Yeah. Uh, I think I want to be competitive, but I ended up I end up <laughs> being more fluffy. All right, all right, all right, all right, cool. But uh, is this one of your original armies? Uh, your 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 world leaders? No, actually, I I've always wanted to have a world leader army, ah, okay. but I never kind of jumped into it so over covid i've been collecting models way too many models yeah yeah yeah. and uh now i've decided it's it's time to start painting these bad boys up i love it man i love it i love it well i on the other hand have not been able to paint anything i was working atlantic city open this weekend and then i drove 20 hours straight to get home from new jersey back home to new orleans um but i really can't complain about my 20 hour drive it was scenic it was fun leo or my my you know compadre over in uh at all the events he's the guy kind of handling all the 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 train and, and whatnot he is driving 40 hours back to the warehouse in nevada so he is the true superhero at frontline gaming making that long drive so kudos to leo if you see him at the next event buy him a beer or something 
or two, uh, or two, or two, and probably some like you know just some water and power bars or some shit because he goes <laughs> goes goes as 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 much as people buy me boxes of cereal and and I did get several boxes of cereal this week which I'm very very grateful guys I somebody got me a box of um of kicks but they covered up the the ix uh with uh the x with e k i c k e r they wrote my name it was it was, dude, it was great yeah it was, so it was fun made, made my day let's talk about some 30k stuff do you yeah. want to talk about the new models that came out do you or that, that that is coming out this week is there any model in particular that you love that you were buying i mean i mean you got to get a spartan right yeah 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 it's a massive model it's also kind of pricey but i think it's well worth it yeah. um are you are you i mean what, what about the you've definitely got a box set right i mean come on you have to have I at didn't, least one i didn't i didn't whoa, no, whoa. I know. I'm, like, I'm like the only person in the whole wide world that hasn't so, got a box set. so i and i have to ask was it the price point because this is a no. this is a very expensive starter set so it's not the price point okay no it, uh world leaders uh the cool thing is is uh they have uh, a unit called rampagers and rampagers yeah. can be your core troop and oh, so I cool. just I uh, I just had a whole bunch of rampagers, like fifty <laughs> rampagers, <laughs> like and this. I was like, "What the hell do I need all this box set for?" I got a whole bunch of guys. So yeah, nice man, <laughs> nice, nice. Well, okay, so moving from thirty k, let's talk yeah. about squats. And yes, there's squats, the original name of the the short stunty people, the yeah. squats in uh, in Nicaragua, the Legion of Voltan or something in forty k. The squats get their their kit coming out, I believe, for pre order this Friday, uh, this Saturday, and then they're also getting this Mad Max truck. Did, did you see that truck yet? I mean, it's a it is. Really a, cool truck. I'm trying to find it right now, actually. Yeah, I, I mean, like, I, I keep on trying to think how can I convert this into a 40k, you know, tank transport thing because I love conversions and there is potential there. I just I don't know what it's sized appropriately for. So if you have any ideas, uh, share them in chat. What can yeah. you turn this weird Mad Max eight well eight wheeled monstrosity into? Um, you know, definitely make an orc vehicle. Okay, there we go. Boom. There, there we go. We can yeah, scroll that cool. down. Yeah. Yeah, very cool thing. like vehicle. Yeah, it's 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 awesome. And he comes with like extra, I guess, cargo that you can throw there and a couple gunners. Um, and then more importantly, and this is the big news that we've all been talking about, chapter approved is up for pre-order. Uh, you're gonna want it. It's Saturday. You're gonna probably have to get it if you're gonna be going to tournament games. Yes, I know you can always just borrow your friends or look at PDFs online, but it's always nice to have a physical copy, right? I mean, yeah. you got you, you mean and the missions are you excited about the missions i mean i'm, ex- I'm excited about the change like it, the change like i i have up here the the command point change yeah that's a, that's the biggest one yeah i mean that's a big down. deal dude and and the other thing is like having warlord traits costs cp yeah. now and and having relics like, ooh, that's boy. that's a big deal and yeah. i'm not um i don't know I, I i guess it's hard like we've had them for free for all of ninth edition to so suddenly take free away kind of makes me angry but at the same time it will probably help i'm sure it, it will mix things up enough that suddenly we're in a whole new world i mean the game i don't think the game was stale currently but no. uh it's definitely going to enliven it up as everyone scrambles to figure out what warlord treats do you actually need because you're not getting anything for free now um so if you wanted to go into the deep dive of the rules listen to last week's episode when seth broke down all the rumors which we now know are pretty much fact wow. um that was seth, last week's Seth's episode in the no is he Seth is in the know. Oh, yes, boy. he yes he is. Okay. Yes he is. Um hey, dude, do you want to talk about the world leader rules that are in White Dwarf? I mean, like come on, like share some uh, inside info here. You you sure. Let's yeah. just go into, you know, like just just the just the basic stuff. We don't go super in depth here, but is there any okay. world eater rules that like, you know, that are what make you excited? First of all, do they sound like they're going to play like you want them to play? Like do they represent the books? Okay. I'm going to answer that question, but it's going to be All a right. long drawn, not that long drawn. <laughs> not that long, please. I can't. Okay, so uh, a ten-man unit, 
uh, of World Eaters base right out of the box. No buffs, no nothing. Mm -hmm. They have 51 attacks at AP 2. AP 3 if you pay a small upgrade, damage 1. Okay. okay? So that, that's, that's going to do 18.89 wounds to Marines. <laughs> that's killing 9.44 Marines. Okay? That's, that's cool. quite that's a few. Yeah, cool. I mean, and, and the point cost, because I, I don't have any bearing 20, here. 22 points a guy. Okay, so, okay, okay. Uh, honestly, for a two-wound, uh, five-attack Marine, it's not bad. That's not I, so I bad at all, that. man. That's not so bad at all. Uh, and just, I'm sure there's going to be ways to buff them or make yeah, them more defensible yeah, or move here, them faster. We're going to talk about the buffed up here. And, and the right. Red Path is in chat. Uh, hello, Red Path, and thank you for helping me get all these uh, great numbers. Uh, so, okay, <laughs> souped up World Eaters. This is all I'm going to say. 61 attacks. AP four, strength six or seven, depending on a CP spending. <laughs> Whatever you want. Damage one. These these bad boys are putting out twenty seven point one one wound on oh, uh, dude, a space dude, 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 body, dude, dude. or killing thirteen point five five marines. And all right, got, all right, yeah, I got all this yeah. math on uh, Math Hammer. By the way, uh, it's awesome, and I'm sto <laughs> I'm stoked. The nails are stoked. The nails are stoked. Yep. Okay, well, I'm glad you're happy. That that's good. I mean, yep. uh, I I I, I kind of thought that maybe they weren't that good, but looks like the white dwarf is going to be something you want to want to pick up. You know what? Maybe. We we just don't know. So, like we don't know what the Chaos Marine Codex yeah. has in store. Yeah. So uh, if you if you just take the white dwarf article as it is, yeah, okay, maybe you're not going to be so happy. But man, with that, we have a full codex that we haven't even seen yet. So yeah, yeah everyone yeah, relax. Yeah. Don't worry. Things are going to be okay. And, and let's fingers crossed, right, that we're going to get some new models for these world eaters because oh, yeah. they, they they need them badly. And, yeah. and and we've seen the previews. We know the leaks. We it's it's probably coming. We've seen the rumor engine. There's got to be some some world you know world eaters on the way. Oh, yeah. All right, let's keep on moving along, guys. Yeah. Let's talk about the field base as seen at the BAO. This is the terrain set in full color from Frontline Gaming. All you got to do is assemble it. We kind of, you know, snuck it in there at BAO. Didn't tell anyone, and they just started playing on it. Like, whoa, this is really, really cool. Yeah. I don't know if we have a photo of it, uh, 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 Dickie, but uh, you can throw it on up there. It is as beautiful. If, if not, oh, no, we don't no, have we a don't, photo. We don't, we don't. Yeah, sorry. Guys, no photo, but just use your imagination. It's <laughs> it's beautiful. It's gorgeous. It's go wonderful. Back, go back and look at the old uh, battle <laughs> reports. And, uh, look at, look at photos from BAO, right? Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah but it, it is, it is, it is, it is my first. It is my favorite set to come out in full color yet. So we've got the Gothic Ruins, the Orc set, and now the BAO field base. And of course, we're going to keep on rolling these out throughout the rest of the year. If you would like to pick up any of these, you know, new products we talked about above, or possibly this field base set, or hey, let's just say the LVTT, you know, ticket, which is this, you know, five hundred dollar ticket, and you want to earn us a little bit of spending money, you can buy through the link. We'll have it in the show notes. That's an affiliate link, and it just helps myself, Seth, and Tech Priest Dicky, yeah. uh, you, you know, you, you know, buy more models. So can we, can we really yeah. call me Tech Priest Dicky anymore? Yeah, yeah, I know it's so weird because I keep on looking at this Death Guard, yeah. Death Guard. Sorry, sorry, <laughs> world leader. I'm not stinky. World leader. I'm, not stinky. I'm, I'm, I'm just stinky. You're bloody. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> maybe, angry. maybe the community can help name. Uh, me because you yeah. can't name yourself someone else has to name you so maybe okay, someone yeah, in the yeah. community can help us out and we can't call you world eater dicky or no. eater dicky eater that's just kidding <laughs> no please Dickie. don't call Dickie me Dickie eater. eater i think i think that's what we have now dicky oh, eater geez. all right let's just move on dicky um uh all right so um i do want to talk about what happened uh you know, very recently, you know, we had BAO and then right on its tail, we had ACO. So less than, you know, two weeks apart, we had the AC open this past weekend. Um, 
Thomas Ogden is taking the lead. He he won the event. It was a it was it was he did a I mean some amazing things throughout the event. We can talk about it later. But um he he pulled it off. He won, and he, that's just continuing to solidify his lead as currently the USA's top ranked player. Yeah. So you know there was other heavy hitters there, but but Thomas took it, and so he was already first ranked in America, and now he's really like he's really there yeah. uh, and, and, he was, and earned it right so he was playing Tao. Yeah. He was playing Tao, and and I mean, he had some really tough matchups, but 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 he won. Awesome. Um, so moving from ACO, I got to tell you guys, LBO tickets went on sale on Monday, and it's insane. All the packages are sold out. Um, most of the games are sold out. Forty K, of course, we have the most tickets for Forty K. It is our biggest event, um, and. As of this morning, we are 95% sold out of all tickets for the Warhammer 40K champs. So the, all the packages are long gone. I, I'm sorry. But now we're, I think, 12 days from the initial launch, and uh, we're basically just got a handful left. So if you have any – if you're even considering going to 40K champs at LBO, get your tickets yesterday. Now, do not wait. By the time you're hearing this in your car tomorrow, it might be too and late. You should be, and you should want to go to LBO. Yeah, you should want to. I mean, it's 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 awesome. Even if you don't want to play in the 40K champs, there's so much other so stuff much. going on there. And it's really just like like a homecoming for so many people. Everyone gets to see their friends from around the world that they talk to only online. Um, yeah, it's it's it is epic. And if something you do want is sold out, whether it's uh, you know, like Star Wars Legion, that's totally gone. Age of Sigmar is totally gone. You can hit the alert button. Uh, it's it's on the ticket page. That's that's the new waitlist software that we're using. Basically, you hit the alert button. It says this ticket sold out. Would you want an alert? You hit the button. It'll notify you as soon as tickets go back in the cart. And then it's really a, a free for all. I think that's the most fair way to allow people to get tickets. So yep. there is no waitlist. There's simply a notification button that as soon as tickets come back in the cart, you will get an email. So make sure you do that. And I hear you. Uh, and we will be... some cool stuff that's happening oh, this year, dude. Dude, yes, yes, yes. Okay, I've been like really quiet about this, and this is one of the reasons why we haven't put the hobby classes up yet um, for sale. Those will be coming up for sale next week, probably Tuesday or Wednesday. Um, basically, this is going to be the most epic weekend of the, the the hobby you can imagine. We have amazing artists coming in to run seminars, uh, teach hands-on classes, demo stuff, um, and this is going to be the first year we ever have a a, a live. LVO paint hobby stream with all these amazing guys jumping on it. And it's going to be hosted by the one and only Kenny from uh, long war next level painting. Uh, Kenny Boucher, he's going to be uh, running this awesome stream and teaching for the first time ever. He's never even taught a class in person. He always does it online. He's teaching at the LVO, this really exclusive limited class where he's going to have, uh, you know, the opportunity obviously to hang out with him all day and learn from the best. But he's also like done this really cool like Kenny's curated swag bag thing. It's a bunch of really sweet stuff that you're going to get with your ticket for that class. So that will be Saturday of LVO. So if you're playing the 40K Champs, unfortunately, you're not going to be able to make it. But if you're playing in a lot of the other game systems or other uh, 40K you know, non-Champs options, you can totally do that. The, the, the thing you probably should do is show up Friday. Mm-hmm. Hang out in the hobby access space because it's 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 badass, right? right. Uh, there's gonna be a whole live stream with all these um, very well known celebrities within the community. I, I don't I can't say the names yet. Uh, mm-hmm. One of them is major. He probably taught you how to paint. He probably taught your children how to paint. Uh, he'll probably tell your grandchildren how. Well, this guy is he is legendary in the community and he will be there. Um, but anyway, hang out in the hobby space on Friday. Then Saturday, go to Kenny's class and then Sunday playing the long war doubles. Boom. There you go. Epic weekend at the LVO in case you're not going for the 40 K champs. So that those tickets, as well as all the official announcements of all the hobby classes will be getting announced 
later next week, probably Tuesday or Wednesday. And uh, those tickets, of course, will be all capped. You know, most classes have about 20 people max in them so that you get that real, you know, firsthand experience, you know, not being in a large lecture. All right. Let's talk about Lone Star Open, guys. Lone Star Open is already the 40K Champs. There's already bigger than the ACO, right? So this is this is big. The 40K Champs at LSO, which is next month in in July, it's it's going to have a nice big turnout for 40K. So uh, we still have a few more tickets. But if you went last year, you know that space is massive. But I do have to rent the tables in the next two weeks. So I basically have to turn off the tickets because I can't rent tickets any closer to the the launch date. I yeah, have to, I have to. So the red path yeah. is does. Said my name should be Dicky the Devourer. Dicky the Devourer. All right. I don't know. I don't know if I don't know if we can get Twitch to approve that. I mean, or, or well, I mean, I still think Dicky Eater is very, very <laughs> no, appropriate. No. I mean, not not appropriate, but it's just wonderful. It flows. Like it goes. Oh, okay. Geez. Okay. Well, uh, Dicky the Devourer. Let's 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 run with that one, Mister Devourer. Um, we show the photo of the dice that we're going to yes. be going out. These are those really sweet dice we're doing at Lone Star Open. Some people think they look like the French flag. Um, no, I see good old red, white, and blue. You know, like, hey, you know, that's that's the lens I'm seeing this through. So I'm sorry if you're not a patriot and you just see that as some foreign country's, you know, colors. So you're wrong. But yes, we do have these really cool three-layered dice that everyone that's participating at the Lone Star Open will be getting at least one of. We also have a, a like an expo game that's going to be happening between one of the military branches and another military branch. That'll be Friday before the tournament, and there'll be free food. It'll be a good time to hang out. You can roll some dice just for open play. And I got to share this really cool thing we're doing with the Iron Freedom Foundation charity. This is a Texas charity that helps uh, veterans that have, you know, and, and, and in an amazing way. Basically, they take them out hiking and, and fly fishing and then give them all the gear so they can keep on hiking and fly fishing and kayaking on their own. And what we've done is we've created this epic West Texas themed mat because that's what, you know, the charity's from is West Texas and we're in Texas. I don't know if we have photos of this mat, but this mat is so badass. There we go. It has a sarlacc pit in it. It's got this red dirt. Yeah, we got like some skeletons in there, a few cactuses, like, you know, really a cool mat. And all proceeds of that mat will be going to this charity. So really cool even mat. if you don't need a mat, you want to help this kick ass charity that's based in Texas, that's helping veterans. Um consider buying this mat you know uh we just put the pre-orders up today in the web card so you can place your order and then pick it up at the lone star open uh one last thing is we are going to have the the military you know it's a military appreciation event so there'll be some free drinks at the bar for the military there's also going to be um I, I, a really cool format where we're going to basically choose the best branch uh, of the military. They'll all be competing head to head. And I guess next week or maybe the week after next, we'll have a few of the, the, the judges on uh, that are running the 40K champs to explain the format. So we all know how this best branch is going to be picked and, and how they're going to get this bragging rights for the entire year. Okay, that's, that's a, a 40k, right? Not a. It's a 40k. Like, yeah, okay. that. that sorry, yeah, just 40k. We're, we're not like doing this weird cross Star Wars versus X Wing <laughs> right. versus Age of Sigmar. Like they all count for different points. No, it's just for 40k. Some of the tos for the other game systems, I think, um, Age of Sigmar, maybe, maybe, uh, maybe Legion. They might do their own kind of in you know tournament as well. But for 40k, there's definitely a branch versus branch, uh, basically event going on that is within the normal 40k champs it's it's taking place it's all part of it um oh we should talk about the las vegas team bundle it's a crazy good deal in case you haven't heard about it you get basically you know not one not two but three nights staying and it's two rooms so enough rooms for your entire team to stay on site it includes of course the ticket it's 240 dollars a person you get all that stuff Plus these really cool custom ejector markers that have your team on it. A lot of people have been confused. They thought, yeah. oh, we're just putting the Las Vegas team tournament logo on these ejector markers and giving them to you. No, no, no. 
we're putting your team's unique logo. We, hell, if you don't have a logo, we'll make you a logo. We'll throw that on the on the objective marker, and it'll be unique to 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 this event. That's You'll not so get cool. that in any other event. Yeah, so it's a really cool way that everyone on your team can get some sweet custom objective markers. Okay, I'm done. I'm done. Can I go take a nap now? I'm really yeah, tired. I, no I just rambled. <laughs> Okay. Uh, FLGN news. Uh, yeah. So we had Grimm on Monday. Uh, it was good. It was, you know, I, you know, Seth always. Oh, come on. You can jab them Seth, a little bit. We don't Seth like them. Seth always downplays them, but yeah. I often have to do the production for them. So I can't beat them up too much. <laughs> I'm going to have to see them. Uh, it was, it was honestly, uh, Grimm is just one of those great Monday shows that you can just sit down, <laughs> laugh, watch some of the memes. Uh, I've been really enjoying it lately. So, uh, Grim is one of the shows you definitely want to watch yeah. because they have those memes always, oh, always so in the background. So yeah. Good. And they work so hard at the, I, we're in a, I'm lucky enough to be in a chat and you can see them posting their jokes throughout the week. So it's really cool. Like how, how it kind of transitions. It's really awesome. Uh, you're a little behind the curtain. Love there. it, man. Yeah. Money's in, money's in the mail. Thanks. Thanks, John. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, chapter tactics. I believe uh, last time I talked to Matt, they were just finishing up the episode. So it should be out soon. Sweet. Uh, you're watching us now. Uh, Thursday show. We have a <laughs> lot of great, a lot of great events. Uh, uh, I have no idea what we're going to talk about because i think this is like an off week right there's not a lot big yeah it's weird there's not as much i mean we just came off of you know a crazy weekend with both the atlantic city open and the the gw yeah. san diego open we should, so we should talk pretty... to someone about like sp spreading these events out maybe <laughs> i don't know okay <laughs> so you just brought this up so i'm just going to tell it oh, straight great. up we've okay. already figured out for 2023 come late august we'll probably publish our entire schedule for the year of 2023. So everyone can nice. see these are the events. You can kind of figure out what to plan. So you're not getting, you know, ambushed or surprised. Awesome. Uh, and, and that's it. Yeah. So that's, uh, that's Sweet. the FLGN news. Cool. Cool. Uh, guys, we're going to jump into this unique topic we have for tonight. Kind of the weird stuff and the crazy lessons that we've learned from being a road warriors. It has been an entire year since the ACO. And that was the first event. I, I don't want to say post COVID because I don't know. Is, is COVID done? It's kind of done. It's sort of there. I feel like it's, it's done, right? Uh, it's, it's kind of done, right? So this was the first event we've done since the crazy pandemic. I mean, coming full circle, right? So it, we did our second ACO ever, and we've learned a lot. I mean, myself, uh, Reese, Leo, P players like Seth that have gone to so many. Yourself, uh, yeah. Dickie Devour, Devour, Dickie. Oh, uh. Don't don't <laughs> encourage them. All right, Jeez. all right. But you, you, you yourself have seen all sorts of weird stuff happen at these events. And I'm sure you've got great stories. Um, I have learned for one to never, ever, ever eat Chipotle when traveling, like for events, because it's just, it's just a terrible how many, situation. How many times mistake. have you made that mistake though? I, I had to make the mistake three times um, <laughs> before I just, I finally have gotten decided. I'm probably going to get a tattoo that just says no Chipotle or, you know, just like right on my arm because I, I, I it smells so good and Uber Eats delivers it no matter what time of the night it is. And I end really late when we're done working. Like I'm usually the last one out. So it's, it's like a 11 o'clock at night and you know chipotle just you know is available and unfortunately though it makes me unavailable for the following week following so as as my body attempts to digest that so anyway we learned some stuff do you have anything random that you've learned that you want to share just kind of off the top of your head before we roll into the the, the slideshow okay. I guess. yeah so find coffee in the morning find coffee. that's efficient like efficient that you don't mm -hmm. have to wait in a line for three hours to get yeah 
Yeah. No, no, no. And, th- and that's awesome. That You know what? I'm just going to say that you, you're, you're saying it right now. One of the things we did not do originally, but we have learned through the events is that now at every one of the Frontline Gaming events, guess what, guys? There is breakfast in the hall and it's going to be a hell of a lot cheaper and faster than going to the Starbucks down the street or even in the uh, the venue. Uh, you know, this was something that right. – we had not planned for, but I saw these ridiculous lines at all the coffee shops in the in the hotels or the resorts. I'm like, what the hell? Like, why are people, str-? you know, and people then would come sweating because they'd be running up to the hall, dropping models all over the place, stressed <laughs> out because they're worried about missing around one. So now in, in the hall, you get coffee. We, we found that we, breakfast sandwiches and breakfast burritos are really popular. So that's what yeah. we're leaning into. Original is like, let's do donuts and sugary breakfast cereal. And people were not yeah. on board hmm. for those. So it's the burritos. Uh, but yeah, dude, you're absolutely right. Fine coffee. Yeah. Now you can find coffee. coffee in the hall. Yeah. So that was something we we learned from, and and so if you are going to LVO because you just got your LVO tickets, know that there will be breakfast all three days in the hall, and we will have plenty of cashiers to keep that line flowing. Um. Okay. Well, hey, we have a photo right now. If you're not yep. listening, you guys really are missing out. We have this photo. Do you notice that guy's arm tattoo? It's pretty special. That guy's diehard man. Yeah. Wow. What I realized that people in this community are extremely, you said it best, diehard. Die this hard. guy I met yeah. uh, this weekend, he his entire forearm, and I'm not talking about like a little half inch, two inch tattoo. It's his literally elbow to wrist is an Aquila. You know, you know I'm like, whoa, whoa, dude, that is that is dedication, man. So uh, yeah, very impressive. Uh, is you know. Do you think that guy's stuck with playing Imperium armies though now? <laughs> yeah, right. Like what the <laughs> hell? You know, he is he is he is dedicated to the Imperium one way or another. Yeah. Um you know, so so I, I you know that was one of the things that really surprised me. Um, I, we also have cosplayers that show up every now and then at events. I don't know. Yeah, yeah there's a photo from Long War Doubles. Long War Doubles is really cool because they lean in. You get points if you're if you're not if your army's not only thematic, but if you yourself come in in a theme. So we had a uh, we had a gentleman dressed up as a as a sister of battle, and hey, boom, you know, power to you, man. You yeah. rock that wig. It was I assume it was a wig. It was awesome, <laughs> awesome. Well, well done. And then uh, there's always these cool hacks you sometimes see too, like just things that blow you out. Yeah, there we go. Look at that photo. This guy. I, I I I had to finally ask him because it was three days of seeing this guy walk around with these very large like wristband things, and I was trying to figure out what they were. I thought they were like maybe some sort of like athletic weight, and he's like trying to like <laughs> work out while moving his models. And I, and and then finally said, "Dude, like, what's up with that?" And he came over, and I said, "I have to take a photo of this." So if you're looking at this photo, these are these like basically like six inch wide like wrist arm cover sleeves that are clear, and he slid in all of his like I guess like his you know cheat notes for his yeah, army like, like his arm rules. it looks like it's like to hit like movement yeah, to and hit stuff and like that. some data sheets maybe wow. a stratagem or two and i mean he, i mean this guy just he rocked it all weekend long so so that <laughs> you know that's a kind of a cool hack um you know um the cart everyone that goes to these tournaments knows about quote unquote the cart there we go have you seen the i'm sure you've seen these carts yeah, right in Kino, these right? carts yeah. are like famous these carts are famous. These yeah. are these foldable, collapsible carts that people use to walk around the hall and put their own miniatures on so they don't have to unpack them each time. And and in this photo really represents the the benefit of the cart. And if you look um, at our tables at most of our larger events, you really don't have much spare space on the table to place your drink, your models, your rules, your dice. Because the tables, you know, we have to efficiently use that space. So it's really yeah. just one table next to another table. So this cart gives you that spot to put your dice, your tape measure. And like this guy's got, it's, it's also his beverage holder and he's probably got snacks below it you know so that you have this this dedicated space to, to put all that important stuff. and i seem to remember these are ikea 
right? Uh, this is this is the Olympic cart oh. from Amazon. Uh, it originally, when I got mine, they were like sixty dollars, and I think they've been getting more and more popular. I think they're close to a hundred dollars now, um, but they are worth every penny. But yeah, I'm sure you can find ones from IKEA as well. Awesome. But uh, Dicky, this one is from my Amazon, and I highly recommend it. I'll send you the the, the yeah. link if you're looking for one. Not for sure. Um, I think it's a great idea. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this one. So I think the IKEA one has like one, maybe two shelves. This one has three shelves, so you can really, you know, have your models on the top one, food and snacks on the second shelf, and then like random storage stuff on the bottom shelf. But uh, yeah. Um, something that's kind of, uh, I guess, really important that we should talk about is that people forget to read the damn packet. <laughs> you know, like people just don't read the time, the start time. Each event is different. And, you know, we, we don't change the packet throughout the event. It's it, the event packet is pretty much set in stone from the day you, you know, for, well, from like the week before you you get there. And, you know, our schedule is almost never changing. Um, but sometimes people just forget to realize, hey, when does round one begin? Round two begins. And unfortunately, we had I have to say it was a horror story uh, in the finals, the first round on Sunday this weekend. Um, a gentleman, he, he, I guess he misread the packet or, and he, he also said he slept in a little bit. So he probably slept in and then also thought he had maybe a little bit more time because he thought the round started half an hour later. Well, it turns out the guy, unfortunately showed up half an hour late to the first round in the finals. And that obviously, you know, put him in a really awkward position. Um, so I guess the moral is just read the packet. And if you're not sure about the time, read that. Um, but yeah, anyway, people always ask me things constantly. And, and I mean, constantly getting bombarded with emails, people asking questions, which I love your questions. I love your emails. I love your Facebook messages. But sometimes the answer is right there in that packet. So uh, yeah. Um, uh, tech Priest Dickie, do you want to talk about that photo right there? Do you know what game system that is? Marvel? Yes. Boom. Winner, winner, yeah. winner, chicken dinner. I did it. Have you played that game yet? No, I've I really do want to get in, into it. It looks so cool. Yeah, it's I mean, this game is on fire, man. It is hot. Wow. People are constantly I, I just look at the numbers at each event as it's growing, growing, growing. And I mean, it sold out at LVO, I think day one, day two, you know, uh, huh. you know, boom like that. And so we're, you know, it's it's a popular game. And we're now bringing MCP to every single one of the frontline gaming events, which is it's eight. You know, um, it's it's just so popular. We have to, and yeah. we did the same with Star Wars Legion when we first started working with that. And now that's at every single one of our events. So I, I guess one of the little like pro tips here that you consider doing is you can bring your friendly local gaming store group, even if they play different games to a frontline gaming event. And, you know, it allows you guys to have more people from one community going to the venue. You, you know, I think everyone can kind of chip in for gas money and help with lodging and it just makes it a lot more fun. I didn't never really saw this like multi-game system group come in until this weekend when I saw at least two or three different groups where like one guy's like, okay, I'm going to go play 40K. You're playing Age of Sigmar. I'll see you at the end of the day. Or, you know, what, mm. a couple guys were playing MCP. One guy was playing Kings of War. It was it was kind of cool. I'd never seen that before. I never even thought about that. I'm like, yeah, I've got a lot of friends at my local store that play Kill Team. And I never thought about just, hey, they could carpool with me to the next, you know, to the Texas tournament, for example, you know? Yeah. So consider doing that. That's, that's, that's been a kind of a cool little thing I've started to see recently. It's just multiple game system groups. Oh, we got somebody in chat. Do you have a friend that plays uh, oh, oh. your green screen? Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> my green screen just fell down. We're just going to go with it. That's my really obnoxious back, uh, <laughs> like stuff in the background. <laughs> uh, someone, <laughs> s someone said for the cart, uh, it was like a uh, 1000%. That's 10,000% uh, the best investment that they've ever yes. done. Yes. I mean, yeah. easily the best investment I ever had. 
that uh, because because no matter what army I play, no matter what game system, the cart has a value. And I also use it in like my home as like my mobile like hobby shelf when I want to go like paint and watch TV or something. So <laughs> the yes. illusion is shattered as everyone's okay. just going off about the green screen. <laughs> oh, so good. Wait, wait, wait! You pulled back up. What, what just happened? Oh no! Oh wow! <laughs> we good? Don't look we good? behind the curtain. Yeah. Oh man. Are we good? We're good. Oh, there we yeah, go. There great. we go. Look at that. Now now I'm back in the studio <laughs> with my one and only friend, the uh the the Dicky Devour. Oh, All right. Jesus. <laughs> Yeah, okay. Um, okay, so let's talk about we, we were um, the amazing conversion that you see at these events too, right? Yeah. Um, we have this. Can we show the photo of this thing? Yeah. There we go. That is a Power Rangers themed Tau Crisis suit um, army, and I was blown away. So you see beautiful paint jobs, cool conversions. Uh, we have this display. Let's let's go to the next slide too. We have this kick-ass display that somebody did Ooh. that it was like the Spider Riders from Age of Sigmar. Um, so like. I wow. forget to just walk around the hall sometimes with no intent other than just to look and look at these awesome armies. Like you guys, you're all going to be at four, LVO. You're going to be at Texas probably next weekend. I mean, next month, like maybe just put your dice down and, and walk around and really get up close to some of these armies. People put like countless hours making these armies and they're so worth just going and walking and have no shame taking photos because everyone loves to share off their sweet armies if anyone knows whose army this is please tell me yeah, like this amazing. is amazing yeah right like it is wow. the it is it is just a dedication to spider writers like this guy apparently loved the theme and just went all in uh, his display board everything and beautifully wood framed and everything wow. um so the other thing we need to talk about is how big these hotels are. These rooms are massive. I mean, massive. Yeah, there, there's a like huge. And and I don't. I mean, like you got to wear your comfy shoes, guys. Yeah. You know, <laughs> like like people. You're walking like miles. You know, at these tournaments because you're going up and down the halls. We have our judges. I mean, like <laughs> I think Brian was saying he logged like ten miles or something just That's walking crazy. through the hall. Yeah, it's 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 pretty. It's 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 a lot. So. Um, pro tip guys, wear your walking shoes or whatever, you know, don't, don't show, you know, I mean, you know, or maybe take a scooter, maybe make it one of those little mobile scooters and just hop on board on that. I don't know. And hydrate. Um, don't forget. And to hydrate. hydrate. Yes. Yeah. Hydrate, 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 take ibuprofen or whatever you need for those pain pills. Do we have the next slide? Um, yeah, oh, there, there's Keith at the BAO and in this guy is a trooper. He's one of our judges that goes to uh, from event to event. And, and he was very grateful that the BAO was a relatively small room because it meant less walking for him. <laughs> um, uh, but that's actually something we need to tell all of our judges, especially the new guys. Like, hey, guys, you're going to be walking a shit ton when you come yeah. to our events. Um, we have no age requirement. Yes. Did, did you know that? Oh, yeah. There, there's, there's a photo. Yes. That is a baby kicker. Uh, that is my son. Um, he is two years old and currently the youngest 40K attendee. Yeah. <laughs> he, he, he's not sure if he should throw the dice or eat the dice. Um, but uh, he, he definitely – so, you know, my son has not yet played 40K with us, but he did attend an event. And, yes, even though a lot of events are in casinos, you can still bring your children to our hall. You should not leave your children unattended if they're at the age where they <laughs> might actually eat the dice. Don't put them on the table. Don't put them near other people's models. Because like my son, he wanted to go play with someone's beautiful uh, Sisters of Battle army. And that, you know, luckily I scooped him out right before. But but I guess what I am trying to say is you, you don't have an age limit to play in the tournament, really. So I think at the San Diego Open, there was a pretty young guy that was doing really good. Did you catch his age by any chance? Uh, oh, he was like, uh, 
15 or 16 or something yeah. like that. Yeah. 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 So there is no real age limit. Just, uh, you know, I mean, if you can, if, if not, you can wipe your own butt, you could probably play 4K <laughs> with us. Sure. Um, that should be the, 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 the general rule. Um, something else we should talk about, which you can see on that table and you'll see in the next slide is that we always like to put little sneak peek, you know, items, you know, previews of what's to come. There's the field base from BAO that no one, you know, announcement was made until the BAO. Um, you'll also see like really cool sweet swag that we'll release that, you know, you kind of just show up and like, Oh, that, that's kind of cool. So, so you get going to events, you kind of get this, this first dibs on, on sweet stuff. If you show the next slide, you're going to show my new favorite thing. It's oh. this sweet dice tray. I know everyone says it's just a dice tray. Just next time you're at a frontline gaming event, just, just go look at our frontline gaming trays and you will never buy another dice tray. Uh, second hand shop. That's the other big thing that Aurelio Correa or my coworker that comes to every single event. He, he brings a truck full of secondhand shop stuff that we just we lay out and we'll let people go to town and you get amazing deals here um if you're in chat please share you know if you're atlantic city if you scooped up anything because i know that they had like some dirt cheap chaos night bits i mean everything you can imagine um it's literally just in these bins and you get kind of this scavenger hunt or garage sale vibe um <laughs> and yeah you, you get really good deals do you buy firsthand or secondhand uh, dickie uh first hands whatever i can get my hands on usually yeah yeah yeah. i mean definitely the savings are there uh with the secondhand stuff it's just kind of a pain to have to maybe you know chop off a a weapon and replace it with another weapon or or clean up a paint job but uh you know hey the savings are good man yeah man um I do need to make an announcement. This is something I realized only at this event. And then I had a conversation with some of the staff that help unload our trucks at the warehouse. It seems like more and more of our terrain gets broken at our events um, because of frustrated players. Yes, there's one of our Mars uh, Mars, yeah, <laughs> Mars structures that um, we saw what happened. The guy got really angry and he, he slammed his hand down on top of a piece of terrain. And Aww, guys, man. a lot of love and dedication goes into building these terrain sets. So we'd appreciate it if you treated them like you would treat your own terrain, assuming you your train decently um so so that was something that really surprised me i just never thought that our train would be smacked around like that and 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 obviously people get emotional sometimes and that's very rare that it happens because someone's emotional usually it's because somebody just like you know accidentally knocks it off the side of the table or something um but just you know that was something that caught me off guard one thing that also caught me off guard was how friendly the big names in 40k are at all these events. If, if you show the next slide, you're going to see, yeah, that's the one and only Brad Chester. He was there this weekend. This guy was shaking hands with everyone. He was, he's not like, I'm, I'm better than all of these little plebeians here. He was so friendly and outgoing and, and such a welcoming dude. So if you're a new player and you just want some like random advice, you just want to go say hi to this guy that you've been listening to on podcast and sh- like picking up, you know, his list, like go talk to these guys. They are usually extremely welcoming and happy to take photos and, and talk with folks. Um, also, top players are not just like friendly, you know, off the table, but on the table, they show the best sportsmanship, I think, within the community. I'm countlessly constantly surprised with how at the top levels in the finals even on these super tense situations you see amazing examples of sportsmanship that right there yeah that that photo was from la two weeks ago with um with jesse and and steven box and they had one of the closest games i've ever seen in 40k and they were hugging and smiling and it was a beautiful display of friendship despite extreme intense competition. Uh, I'm sure you see that all the time in the back end while you're, while you're doing the production side, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I will tell you like in, and chat knows this, uh, if a game is contentious chat generally gets on the players and thank goodness we don't have that uh, too mm-hmm. often, but when there's like huge sportsmanship, like 
take backs and things like that. Chat is so um, supportive of those players. Uh, yeah. So uh, it is better just to be uh, a sportsman. Uh, I mean, that's what I mean. We're, we're you know, we're all guys. We're playing with toy soldiers, as I saw yeah. in chat. Like, like, be cool to everyone. And yeah, uh, yeah to, you know, be a good person. <laughs> It is, it is, it constantly surprises me, man. I just, yeah. you know, because, you know, victory is so close. And, it, and like the guy that was late uh, at, at this past weekend, he was late. His opponent could have just zeroed him out and taken a hundred score. And you know what? And this was Thomas. This was Thomas Hogan who ended up winning the entire tournament. He said, you know what? No, it's fine. We'll play it. We'll play it. Now we yeah. did put the time that was missing on his side of the clock. So he was playing at a, a, a disadvantage. But at the end of the day, Thomas could have taken a hundred zero game. Instead, he, you know, yeah. he, he didn't get a hundred and it was a close, it was a, it was a decent game, but th th that was just unnecessary for him to do. The judges already called it and moved yeah. on. Um, so constantly levels like that. You see people like Steven Box. I mean, everything that they do, they want to make sure their opponent is having just as much fun as they are, even if they are beating their opponent. Yeah. And, um, and I just finished doing an interview with uh, Thomas Ogden as well for yeah, yeah. Uh, stat center. And uh, he's a huge, he said he's a huge proponent of like, doing tons of take backs. He doesn't want to win in a poor way. He really mm -hmm. wants to win the right way. So um, I think that's great for the, for the community for sure. Well, um, you know, <laughs> Um, I think I think that about wraps up some of the stuff we got. You know, if, if you go on our community page, you'll probably see some of the judges have chimed in when we we, we talked about the weird stuff happening in events. The, you know, like random questions getting asked at the same time by all player by four players at four different tables, but all asking the same stratagem question. Right. Um, you know, that stuff like that, just like you know that all happens occasionally. But um, you, you know, one thing that is interesting is if you absolutely just don't want to talk to your opponent, a judge will actually step in. And be the mediator, and and and, ha and and talk to you, and then talk to your opponent, and vice versa. Uh, that's happened a few times too. Really weird stuff, very uncommon in general. Uh, there's really just a, you know a, a really positive vibe. But when things yeah. do get weird, judges are extremely accommodating. Yeah, I think right. it's important. Um, I know an issue came up this weekend. Don't feel bad about asking for a judge to come, yeah. to come see yeah. you. Well. Like that's the reason they're there because they yes. want to. They want to. They don't want the the harder issues to deal with. They want to get there, fix the issue and move on so yeah no if you're, you're, if you're having right. a communication error a, a, a discrepancy or if uh something just doesn't look right call them over man that's what they're there yeah. for so yeah 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 and and like uh, maybe it's a cultural shift we need to we need to cultivate within the 40k and competitive scene um like in some game systems like magic, it's very normal for people to yell, judge, come over, you know, right. and, and in 40K, guys, it's OK. It's not like you're being an ass for calling a judge. You're calling a judge to keep the game moving. And it also helps our judge find out where you are. So yell loudly, raise your hand and yeah. a guy will in a yellow shirt, at least a, a yellow shirt, Portland Gaming will come running over and, and try to help you out. Right. Let's jump into um, what's happening with the competitive 40K news. Do you have anything you want to yeah. share? I'm sure. So yeah. uh just keeping it quick because our, our <laughs> correspondent is in uh, Alaska right now. So uh, over overall meta analysis. So Tau took the the two largest events uh, of the weekend, um, which really tells me that they're doing okay uh, yeah. after after the, the the changes that they had. And whether they get point changes coming up, I don't know. Um, do we? When's the next? So we already went through our our, our frontline gaming events uh, yeah. in the future. Uh, I mean, when it comes to new rules, everyone's uh, waiting with bated breath for the chapter approve uh, Nephilim. Uh, so that's going to come with points changes, uh, secondary yeah. changes. Um, we talked about that last week. So, I mean, that's that's pretty and, much and it. The, and the, the Nephilim, I mean, it's pre-ordered this weekend. We will yeah. be having that in effect for the Lone Star Open. So people nice. just asked me, and my, my people just messaged me real fast. Yes, Lone Star Open will be using the new missions, of course. 
nice. That's it's always great when we can use the new rules at the new events. So yeah, great, wonderful, <laughs> fantastic. <laughs> All right, so shall we go into the ITC recap? Yeah, take it away, Dickie. All right. I'm just happy you're not calling me <laughs> You did that to yourself. <laughs> All right, we're going to move. I'm hitting buttons. Uh, okay, so for the 40K ITC, we got David Gaylard uh, in first, Vic Vijay, Manny Chima, Thomas Ogden, who we just talked about in fourth, and Anthony Birdsong in fifth. And now Seth would be very happy if he's listening to this that we're not saying the sixth player's name because he definitely didn't want to uh, say that anymore so uh, yeah. congratulations <laughs> seth i guess and sorry Innes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he said it, he said it. <laughs> yeah yeah he still and it still wins and still, still i know he still wins yeah. uh for the 40k hobby track we got uh, jacob uh, tire um dean pritchard patrick and akanami uh jamie perizola uh linton ron uh, in fifth can we just stop really fast yeah. you said dean pritchard i didn't realize dean pritchard was like a competitor like wow like dean dean was this guy that helped us unload the truck on sunday after the tournament like i didn't yeah. even realize yeah there can't be two dean pritchards in this community uh well <laughs> dean thank you so much it's amazing that you've got painting chops and you're you know really willing to help lift heavy boxes onto a truck late at night so thank you so much man <laughs> I have to say this one thing. Uh, so John's he doesn't need to say Innes' name because he lives rent free in Seth, in his head. So oh geez, there, there's got to be a story and tune in to, to Grim for for the, the story. Uh, AOS competitive uh, Thomas Guan as first. Gavin Grigar, uh, Anthony Trentinelli. I'm not gonna say this guy's name really loudly. Alexander Gonzalez uh, and John Anderson in fifth place. And uh, AOS Hobby, uh, Robert Schneider, Carl Rohn. Uh, I'm destroying your name, and I'm sorry, and it's not that easy. I'll, um, I'll apologize to Seth when I see him. Uh, Matt Abbott in third, Evan Markham in fourth, and Matt Beasley in fifth place. Dude, said like a pro. Thank you so much. Uh, wow. Seth, you might have lost your job, man. Oh, I mean, geez, please no. <laughs> Well, um, do we have anything that you see in chat that needs to be addressed? Do we? Uh, I think I think we're pretty good. I didn't see anything too pressing that that needs us chiming in, other than more nicknames for myself or for you. So, uh, I think the the uh, we're all playing toy soldiers. Uh, everyone uh, needs to be getting along in sportsmanship and be a pillar yeah. of the community kind of stuff. Yeah. So everyone's just echoing all the the good yeah. stuff. So that's good to see. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's hard because you can't really score uh sportsmanship it gets really weird it's like kind of arbitrary it's, it's difficult it's too subjective right but mm -hmm. it would be really cool if we could give like i don't know some sort of a sportsmanship award uh you know we do have like you know like like mixed up i don't know like there, there'd be a way if we could give like best sportsman of the year at the end of the at the at the end of the itc season or something because like it really has become almost like a competition. Like who, who mm. does something cooler than, than last, the last person. Right? We should so. do like a community thing though. Like there should be like, oh, like a vote? Of, yeah, like a, like a vote Ooh. of like pillar of the community kind of person okay. of the year, you know? So should, should, that, but should that be like made by like, say the frontline gaming staff judges or should it be more like, like have everyone like mail in their, their, their candidate that they recommend for this? Like, it's know. hard. Like I know that the games workshop does something. Correct me if I'm You're wrong. Right. They do. They yeah. do. They do so, so like they, they do. I think like the the hobby heroes or something. Yeah. So 
I don't no, know because it, it's important. We should be we should be you know putting yeah. these guys out there or girls out there as yeah. uh, as pillars. I don't. Know. Yeah, I mean, and and put them. Yeah, let people know. Hey, like this is how awesome they are, and yeah. this is why they're that awesome. But uh, cool. Well, guys, um, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, Dickie, you want to bring us out? Do you have you want to give us the last word here tonight? Last word. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Yeah, you want to roll wait, us out? Do you, you want? I, you... I got a word, but I'm not going to say it. Only the chat will hear it. Okay, and then I'll hit the. <laughs> Okay, well, uh, guys, thank you so much for joining us this Wednesday night. We hope to see you next Wednesday at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Please, 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 please remember to like, share, subscribe. You know, tell your friends, tell your mom uh, that uh, Signals from the Frontline is awesome. Uh, we love you guys. See you at the next show. Blood, 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 blood. blood. <laughs>